You know, the culture is actually damn good. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hey, where y'all at? This is Trafalgar Square. Mr. and Mr. North of South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. Have you been drinking? It was a good show, huh? During the workday, when you feel possessed by amorous intent, may I suggest that you suppress it? Hey! 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 Hey, how you doing? Let's get in the conference room. I would like to invite everyone into the conference room. I would like to have a meeting in the conference room right now. I know for a fact that nobody in the Parks Department reads letters. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me Savian! Haskins with a four-man rush. And it's intercepted. Picked off by Malcolm Smith. And Cleveland set up first down inside the Washington 25. Certainly capable as Haskins throws over the middle and B.J. Goodson with a sliding interception at the 35. Well, we always call a day after a loss existential crisis Monday, and I think that is exactly what we have today. Welcome to the pod, everybody. Bob Matthews here with you on the SportsJourney.com network. Glad you are with us. Boy, ugly in Cleveland yesterday. Yeah, can't blame this one on anybody, I don't think, but Dwayne Haskins. Hate to say it, but it is what it is. Three interceptions yesterday, three sacks. We're going to get into it all here in just a couple of minutes. Some breaking news as we record this today, and that is that defensive lineman Matt Ioannidis apparently has suffered a torn bicep likely out for the rest of the year. That is not good news. The defensive line is the deepest position on the team, but losing Ioannidis definitely hurts. If you can say someone was an, I hate to use the term because it's so trite, but unsung hero, I think that would be Matt Ioannidis. Yeah, fifth-round draft pick. The year he was drafted was called a project. Didn't play much his rookie year. Ever since, though, has been a terror on the inside. And that just means that that's one less guy that you've got to work with there. One less high-motor, high-quality guy to work with on the interior. It means that your, um, your rotation is going to take a hit. Now... It, you've still got Deron Payne in there. You've still got Tim Settle in there, but to be and Jonathan Allen. But to be able to have four guys that you can rotate in and out, fresh group, you know, every other series if you want it. You don't have that now. Somebody's going to have to step up. We'll we'll see what happens as uh, the week goes along. Bottom line was there were a lot of players that did enough for. Washington win this game. There's just no other way to sugarcoat it. Uh, the offensive line, who we, you know, gave a lot of hell to last week, didn't really do so bad. They were responsible for opening enough enough holes that the running game wound up with 103 yards on 22 carries, a 4.7 average per carry, and a touchdown. Now, that's not going to make you forget some of the best running attacks in the league. In fact, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt combined for 154 yards, two touchdowns. But it wasn't that bad either. You get you get over 100 yards on the ground, you kind of take that. And you say, okay, yeah, that's acceptable. The defense uh, did a good job, again, without Chase Young in there, and they still wound up with um, 
three sacks, two sacks, I'm sorry, two sacks and six tackles for a loss. The offensive line, they gave up three quarterback hits and three sacks. And that, I think, is important. Again, as as much as we laid the blame at the feet of the offensive line last week, they did pretty good against a fairly stout Cleveland front. Cleveland's got some players on that defensive front. Now, the pocket, uh, you know, was the pocket as clean as it was when Mark Rippon was winning a Super Bowl? No. But it was good enough. It was definitely good enough. And, and that's the thing about it. This is not an all-pro offensive line. We know that. It, it's not a line that is going to, you know, instill fear in anybody. It's not going to be considered one of the best in the game. But a good quarterback is going to make a line of this caliber look better. A good quarterback papers over a lot of problems. Case in point, guy that's on the sideline right now, obviously not close to getting in any game action, but Alex Smith. Think back two years when the when Washington was six and three and in first place in the NFC East when Alex Smith got hurt. Nobody was blown away by his performances, but Alex Smith wasn't making any mistakes. And Alex Smith was able to play well enough to mask some of the deficiencies on that team. And they were winning ugly. And, you know, had won twice as many games at that point as they had lost when when he got hurt. Dwayne Haskins didn't do that yesterday. And three, three interceptions uh, in this day and age is just, that's not acceptable. You know, this in, this in the 90s when Brett Favre's back there, you know, slinging it all over the place. In the days of these, you know, short passing routes and clear out routes, et cetera, et cetera. Um, a, a, a quarterback is expected to hit on 65 to 70% of his passes, kind of like Baker Mayfield did. And a quarterback's not expected to throw three interceptions in a game. You know, one every few games maybe, but certainly not three in one game. And it sounds like what Ron Rivera saw when he looked at the film either late last night or early this morning, he wasn't happy with. Um, after the game, he said, uh, it was it was pretty telling. He said, can Dwayne Haskins get better running the scout team? No. He's got he's to stand in there and he's got to take his licks. And he said, you know, publicly, I, I told him after the game, I am behind him. He's my guy. He's the guy we're riding with. And it was a little bit different this morning in the Monday morning press conference. Take a listen. Yes, they do. And, and, and again, there were a lot of guys that gave their heart, put their heart out on the field. And, 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 and truthfully, they deserve better. I mean, when, when you look at the way, you know, Deron played and, and Jonathan and, 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 and Montez, I mean, you know, guys like that are leaving it on the field. John Bostic, I mean, you know, guys played hard. You know, then you turn around the offense side, you look at those guys on the offensive line were battling and fighting too. And, you know, the things that the backs did and the receivers and tight. I mean, you have to you know, say at some point there is and, and I'll cross that bridge when I get there and, 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 and you brought up the point and it's a very good point is that there are guys in that locker room that are playing well enough for us to win 
And again, we have to make sure everybody is playing well enough to win at that point. And there is, there, there is, a, there is a, a, a cutoff point for me. There is. And that's the comment that's making the rounds on NFL Network and every place else today is Rivera acknowledging that there's a cutoff point there. We all know that NFL coaches are, especially when they get up at a press conference, they don't say anything that they haven't thought about before. That wasn't something just kind of off the cuff that Rivera said. So now what we'll do is we'll spend the next however many days uh, trying to decipher exactly what we think he meant by that. You know, Is he close to pulling Dwayne Haskins? I don't think so. But I think he is sending a message that that game against Cleveland was no bueno. We can't have that again. And I think he's also saying, and I know we won't have that again because you're going to fix what the mistakes were. He, I, I think that was a case of Ron Rivera not being happy when he saw what he saw um, on the tape. So we asked him kind of specifically what it was that led to those three interceptions. And Rivera said that the biggest thing was that he was, that Dwayne was going through his progressions, but he was going through them too quickly. Well, I can, I can tell you, you know, one, he, 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 a couple of them, he stared down. He, he, he got to the read too soon. And because he got there too soon, he ends up staring. He starts here, and then he goes to his. He goes to where he threw the ball. You know, it's one of those things where, hey, I'm here. I hold, I hold, and then I come here, focus, and throw the ball. It would, it would have, it would have had those guys break a little bit later, and, and it would have been a better chance for the completion. You know, a little bit of his mechanics. He's, he's got to slow his mechanics down. He's got to slow his reads down. Um, stay on his initial a little bit longer, um, and, and really, you know, go to where you need to go. Uh, that's probably the biggest thing that, that they're going to tell him. I had a chance to talk to both Kenny and, uh, and, and, and Scott about it, and, and they both felt that he was a little too fast coming off from one to the other. Um, you know, he's got to start with his progression a little bit better, uh, and, and there were some mechanical issues that he's got to continue to work on and get better at. I mean, again, as I said, you know, the thing that at some point is that he's going through this process. He's growing. He's developing but we've got to continue to see positive growth. We can't see a regression. And the one thing he has to understand is there's a certain point where you're no longer a rookie. I mean, again, to me, he's still learning and growing, but there is a point where, hey, you know what? You, you, you should be being more positive with your plays. Mm. Very, very telling. Again, a head coach, an NFL head coach, does not say something off the cuff. He said that for a reason, and that reason was to send a message to Dwayne and – it doesn't get a whole lot easier this week either with the Baltimore Ravens coming in. Now, the Ravens play Monday night. They play the Chiefs. This is probably one of the most hyped games of the year. People are calling it even in week three, a preview of the AFC championship game. I don't know. Maybe the Ravens come in flat on a short week after a, a pretty draining game tonight, win or lose, but I doubt it. So that leads to the next question, and that is, what does Dwayne have to do this week to get back into a situation where you're seeing steps forward and not steps back? 
it's all about it's all about showing growth again as we start preparing for baltimore it's you know it's coming in early obviously getting the 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 game plan for the you know for the first day looking at those things that that are going to be installed and going out there and executing them um, and again, understand that, hey, if I make a mistake, okay, what was it? Okay, it was here. I should have started this guy, worked with this guy. I mean, those are the things that, that you have to see every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And, and you want to see that. The thing that you're really looking for on Friday is that it's fast, that's fluid. There's not a lot of mistakes because the first two days are tough because they're new installations. But Friday, after having had two days to work on them and a chance to review the tape, now you should see, you know, and I do mean it should be a mistake-free day. If we're making mistakes, why? Then get those things corrected. But what happened that we made a mistake? That's what I'm looking for when we go through Wednesday, Thursday, but especially Friday. Hmm. Interesting. So I, does, does that mean that he made mistakes last Friday in preparation for Cleveland? Did he not work as hard Friday as he did in the weeks before? I don't know. Uh, I wasn't out there, and it's probably unfair for me to even throw that out there because I don't know. But clearly something's up out in Ashburn. Hopefully, and it's my guess that it is, nobody's perfect. Last week was a step back, and that happens when you're a young quarterback, especially one who, remember, still not even through 10 games. I think this was his 10th start. So you're talking about three-fifths of a rookie season, and you are you're in charge of an offense that is brand new. And not only is brand new, but you didn't have the benefit of either OTAs or minicamps to start installing. Yeah, everything was virtual. The, the first time you were able to run an honest-to-God play with a full coaching staff and a full complement of players and a full everything else was the first day of training camp. And again, the offensive line makes it a little bit harder because I think this is going to bear out when we go take a look at the game tape. Again, the pocket wasn't as clean as it is. It could have been, but that's one of those things that as an NFL quarterback, if you're going to be a good one, you got to fight through. Um, it's just that simple. Uh, you know, Ed Rivera talked about the fact that uh, aside from uh, from Dwayne, he is seeing a lot of positive growth out of uh, the other rookies on the roster. Very pleased. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that, um, you know, that Chase got hurt, uh, mostly especially because of the way you saw Montez play. If we had had a complimentary action to that, I mean, Ryan Kerrigan played well, but, you know, you have a guy like Chase that's outside on the edge you got one guy flushing them to you, then different things will happen. So that was, that was unfortunate. But Chase has played well. Chase has been everything that we thought he would be. Uh, unfortunately, he's, 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 got, uh, he's got the groin injury. We'll have to see how he is uh, when I get a chance to talk to RV a little bit later. Um, you, know, you, you, you mentioned AGG. He's got his opportunity, done some really good things. Uh, Antonio Gibson has done some good things. You know, he's got to protect the ball a little bit better, uh, especially on the one and a half. But, but those guys are doing the things that we're hoping um, you know, uh, Keith Ishmael is, is in great position in terms of the backup, uh, not just center, but he backs up guard for us. So we've been happy with his progress. Um, Cam Curl is a guy that really has exceeded expectations. Um, and it's one of those things that, that this is a guy that, that not having um, the workouts, I think, 
is why he slipped and, and was where he was when we drafted him. If he had had the workouts, I think people might have saw a little bit more into him, um, and he may have been drafted higher. So he's a guy that we're very fortunate to have uh, on the football team. Um, am I missing anybody? Oh, uh, Isaiah Wright. Yeah. Isaiah Wright has been excellent. He really has. Um, you've just seen the progress each week, and that's what you're looking for is growth. You want to see a guy um, you know, produce every week and show that he is growing. And, and we've seen that from all those guys I've mentioned. Uh, I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. <laughs> I probably am because the young class has really done it. You know, they, they really have, they got our attention and, and very happy about it and very pleased with, um, you know, the effort that we're getting in terms of their growth. And there you have it. Uh, we will not hear from the coaches of the players tomorrow. They have an off day back on the field on Wednesday, getting ready. Got to put this one behind you and get ready for Baltimore. That is the Ravens are, that's going to be tough. You are staring down the barrel of one in three uh, after this one coming up, uh, coming up this weekend. Uh, that having been said, of course, Hey, look, the way the rest of the division's going. And we'll talk about this tomorrow at one and three still very well could be in first place courtesy of that division win against the Eagles. All right, Mick and the clock on the wall say we got to get out of here. Talk to you tomorrow. Remember, you can catch us on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, wherever fine podcasts are sold, and 24-7 at sportsjourney.com. Have you a good one. Talk to you tomorrow. Remember, like the wise men once said, if you're out on your bike, son, as always, you are white. Washed his hands and sealed his face.